not gonna lie and, and, and portray um, this ultimate poise like I've been, had it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit what's up activators welcome to the activated by faith podcast where faith meets fitness health and wellness i'm your host micah yarbrough also known as m the ceo welcome to all of my first time listeners and welcome back to all of my returning listeners. Thank you all for tuning in. And I also cannot start this episode without saying happy 2022. This is a new year, new opportunity that we have never seen before. And I'm so excited about what this new year is going to bring. Um, This is our first episode of the new year. And rightfully, we are kicking it off with God goals part one, because our goals need to be God goals, period. Before I introduce our guest, I want to share our safe space disclaimer. Um, The purpose of this podcast is not to discourage, but to encourage and uplift you all and provide you with the tools, resources, and community to support you on your wellness journey. This is a safe space for all people. Now to introduce my guest, we have Emily Wilkins here, and she is a health and wellness coach and founder of Shades of Wellness, which is a premier health and wellness organization for millennial women of color. And they currently serve the DMV and surrounding areas. At Shades of Wellness, they are committed to providing health and wellness services that coach, educate, and empower millennial women of color to become the best versions of themselves. Their goal is to uplift women and bring them together to flourish in their health and wellness journeys. At Shades of Wellness, Emily provides individual and group coaching, and her specialties include increasing energy and motivation, weight loss, stress management, healthy dieting, and health goal mapping and development, people. This is why we're here. Her educational background includes over 10 years of experience in the healthcare field. She earned her degree in health systems management from the University of Baltimore, as well as a graduate certification in integrative health and wellness from University of Maryland in Baltimore. Um, And in order to continue Shades of Wellness mission, Emily also plans to pursue a master's in public health with a focus on behavioral health and community. And I would also like to add that she is a mommy to a baby boy and a wife. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. We have been talking over the last two weeks, like texting, like we mm-hmm. have known each other for yeah. before this. So I definitely think it's going to be a really, really great conversation. Uh, before we check in, I want to ask you a little question just to break the ice. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. So if you could have your perfect self-care day, starting from when you wake up to when you go to sleep, what would that look like? Um, First off, sleeping in, (laughs) (laughs) because sleeping in is like non-existent right now, being a still a new mother. Um, By the way, you may hear my little one in the background, so I'm going to give you guys that disclaimer now. Um, Waking us. 
waking up late, having breakfast in bed. Um, from there, you know, doing some meditation. And then from there, um, you know, taking a nice, long, hot bubble bath. Okay. <laughs> the emphasis. I had to emphasize on that. <laughs> and then from there, getting a massage. I'm like really big on getting massages. And actually, I'm going to go probably this weekend or next weekend to get one. And then from there, just um, reading a book. I love to read. So just reading and then just relaxing, just spending the time to, you know, lounge around. I feel mm -hmm. like just now as I'm kind of walking in my purpose, um, being a new mom, being a still, I consider myself a new wife. Um, I just like I'm so, so busy and lounging is just not an option. And I feel like to me, that's now a luxury. So just having the time to do that would be that sounds so peaceful, especially the massage part. I actually got my first um, massage, I think, was it last year? All these years are running together. I think it was, it was definitely 2021. And it was like the best thing ever. I got a sports massage because I was like, I'm always working out while I was at that point. And I was like, I'm always working out, so I'm going to get this. And it was like, the masseuse was playing um r&b it was a black owned place just like i was like, i need to do these more often yeah girl you overdue you're talking about <laughs> we in a new year you overdue you need to go yeah back. so i definitely need to go back but that sounds very very peaceful i love that so i already read your amazing bio can you share a little more about your own story and how you ended up in the healthcare field yes so um pretty much growing up i always you know, saw myself being in the healthcare field. Um, my mother was in the healthcare industry um, and I would go with her to, you know, to see her patients. And it was just something I like to do. I'm a very, um, you know, giving and caring per person. I'm a nurturer by like nature. So the healthcare field just seemed right for me. Um, as I got older, I was like, okay, I decided to pursue a career in nursing. That was like my ideal dream career. And then I was diagnosed with lupus at the age of 17. And things kind of changed a little bit for me. Like, I was like, okay, I have lupus, but I'm not going to let lupus stop me from pursuing my career because that's what my vision is, right? So as I got older, um yeah lupus and my health definitely had a different plan for me mm -hmm. and even though it's a little bit discouraging that's definitely my testimony because this is how I kind of land where landed where I'm at now um I decided to just you know me being a nurse is just very physical very physically and mentally demanding especially for someone that has an autoimmune disease so from there I was just like okay you know what can I like God? Like, is this your will? I had to talk to God, which we're going to get into later on in this mm -hmm. segment of talking to God, seeking him and asking him. Um, I made the decision. And um, as I made that pivot to, you know, step aside from um, nursing, I got my degree at University of Baltimore and uh, health systems management. And through that whole journey of my process, 
of, you know, going through that transition and trying to adjust with my new health, I was like, I wish there was a platform out there for, you know, African-American women to um, gather resources Mm -hmm. uh, for their health. And um, there's a, and also a community that they can go to and kind of like, you know, talk about their ongoing issues and just uplift each other based on health and wellness. And that's when Shades of Wellness came to mind. I mean, literally even the name itself, it just spoke to me. Mm -hmm. Trying to find a name alone for a business is challenging, but it was like, okay, Shades of Wellness, because of course, women come in all colors and all shades. Um, So that's how Shades of Wellness got started. And that's kind of how I pivoted um, my career from, you know, pursuing nursing to actually starting my own health and wellness platform slash business. I love that. I'm sitting here just like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But the people that I've spoken to um, who do have careers in like a health and wellness related field, a few of them similar to you have mentioned how their own experiences with their health and challenges they may have experience, experienced got them to the career that they are in. So similar to today's topic, following those God goals, it sounds like it's what you got you here. Exactly. Because who would know, like right now we're in a pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. So just imagine um, me having an autoimmune, being autoimmune compromised um, during this time. Like Mm -hmm. if I got sick during this time, you know, it's really, you know, up to God whether I would make it or not. And it would be so physically demanding. I know being pregnant during the pandemic, that was physically immensely demanding, being isolated. Just imagine being around nurse, being a nurse and caring for people and can't being around family and watching people die. It takes a lot. It takes a toll. So, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I shared during the health and wellness highlight that one thing that you specialize in is healthy goal mapping and development. Can you explain exactly what that is and how it can be used for us on our health and wellness journeys? Right. So goal mapping is just like a term that I use. Like I say a fancy term that I use. It's like a detailed plan or a roadmap to get you to your health and wellness goals. Um, Just like with anything, you know, goal mapping kind of eases the stress um, and kind of breaks down your bigger goals to more smaller achievable goals. So yeah, that's all goal mapping is. It's just like a, it's like a, paper GPS of your goals. And now nowadays we use ways mm-hmm. to help us maneuver, but before there was ways, there was maps that helped us kind of like get to the place that we need to go. And that's kind of the same thing or the idea of um, goal mapping. So when you are taking clients through that goal mapping process, what are some of the steps that you share with them that they should also take? Um, for the steps is first is like, okay, what are you trying to achieve? You know, Um, and kind of listing out their goals Um, and then also prioritizing their goals like what is a priority or a top priority for your goals that you're trying to accomplish um, in this journey of goal mapping or goal planning Um, and then from there we kind of do smart goals and smart goals is kind of breaking down as a specific measurable attainable realistic and time bound so when you talk about um, that is setting real deadlines for your goals or making them trackable and are they attainable? Like, okay, 
can I, you know, it's going to be challenging, but is it possible for me to actually complete this goal? And being realistic is like knowing yourself. Um, like for me, I'm a new mom, so I have to factor in that, you know, and also I have, have health issues. So like, okay, I have to kind of account for, you know, possibly, you know, stretching myself thin that might cause a lupus flare. Um, time bound is like giving yourself a deadline, which is important. So those are the type of things I kind of talk to my clients um, about goal mapping um, and kind of fill them out. And once we kind of get an idea of what they're trying to accomplish and their goals, um, especially when we prioritize their goals, then we kind of attack those goals and make a plan that is suitable for them. I feel like what you said is important because sometimes when we're making goals, we're just like, I want to do, I want to lose 50 pounds. And after that first week, and we have not lost 25 of those pounds, we can get really discouraged. So I liked how you talked about us setting realistic goals and also doing small things and not trying to just accomplish the goal in such a short amount of time, but doing small things that are going to lead up to us accomplishing that big goal that we have. What are some of the impacts that you have seen goal mapping and development have on either the lives of your clients or on yourself personally when it comes to wellness? So just establish, establishing a healthy, well, that's what I call healthy goal mapping. Um, it eases the stress. Um, for me, I know for me personally, I can be kind of everywhere, like all over the place. And I think that's like kind of like the human brain pretty much it kind of goes to like different different places you kind of think all over the place but when you do a goal map or you do a healthy goal plan or goal plans um goal plan sorry um it kind of has you narrow and you focus you know it puts your focus it you know relieves the stress a little bit and um a lot of the clients, they feel like they feel less stressed. Um, they feel more motivated because, okay, they have something in place, mm -hmm. you know, like it's like going to the grocery store and you don't have a list. And when you go to the grocery store, you kind of feel like, you know, uneasy because it's like, okay, did I miss something? Do I have ketchup? Do I have, you know, bread in the house? It's kind of like, dang, like you feel like you're missing something. But when you have a plan in place that you feel comfortable with, that you trust, you don't tend to kind of go into, you know, disarray or start having different thoughts. Cause that's when the thoughts come in. Like, mm -hmm. am I doing this right? Am I on the right step? Um, so that's really important. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to stay on track for exactly yeah. what it is that you said you're going to do. Like yeah. if I go to the market, I always have a list, but if I go to the market and I start drifting away from that list, mm -hmm. Then I start going over my budget. I'm buying things that I do not need that are not healthy. So definitely having that focus on exactly what it is you said that you were going to do and sticking to that and not drifting away from those goals or those plans that you set to achieve those goals. So one thing that I have learned over time is the importance of having goals that aligns with God's plan for me. Hence the theme for this episode and the next two episodes. Um, hashtag God goals. When I hear the phrase God goals, I think of goals that I have, but goals that also align with what his plan is for me. So when you hear that phrase, what comes to your mind and what does that mean to you? 
So when I hear the, the word or the term God goals, it means including God in your plans, which is a must. It's a must for me. And I think it's really important, um, especially when we talk about wellness, because in wellness, one of the dimensions for wellness is spiritual spirit, spirituality. So it's really important when you're um, trying to obtain um, health and wellness, especially when you're trying to make health and wellness goals, you have that spirituality, especially including God in those plans. Um, so when I think about um, God goals, I think of, you know, including God in that conversation and not just going based off of your own understanding, but seeking his understanding first. Um, not so his understanding, but seeking him. Um, and I feel like once you kind of seek God, you get a bigger picture. Um, so that's kind of where I see it. Yeah, I agree because um, on the second episode of this series, I was talking about, well, y'all will hear what I talk about, but I talk about how sometimes like I will set wellness goals, like, oh, I want to lose this amount of pounds or I want to get abs or whatever the case may be. And yes, those are okay goals to have, but I find myself failing because I'm not focused on the God part of it too much. I'm focused more so on the physical part rather than being like, I want to exercise this many times a week because God gave me this body and he expects me to take care of it. So definitely what you said, having goals that we have consulted with God about um, is very important, especially when it comes to our wellness and then also other areas of our life. Um, why do you, else do you think it's imperative that we include him in our quote unquote small decision making um, or our quote unquote large decision making um, when it comes to our wellness? Because well, first, I just want to throw out there, um, when we talk about health and we talk about wellness, I definitely want to throw out there what is exactly wellness and what does wellness include. So when you talk about health, right, health is just a state of being, right? And then wellness is actively pursuing. So when we talk about wellness, we're talking about emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, sorry, your career, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. Um, so it is very imperative to include God in those because God wants you to walk in your purpose. But how would you know your purpose um, if you don't consult with him, right? Because God, you know, has a plan for us. And a lot of times we go and we think, about just me, 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 but our purpose is not about us. Um, so that's also a bigger thing or a bigger picture that we have to look at because it's not about us. Um, and because God is using us for greater good, it's imperative to definitely talk to him about just our small plans and our big plans, because again, our smaller plans lead up to the big picture, mm -hmm. especially when we're breaking down like our goals into small things or smaller attainable goals. It leads to the bigger picture. And that's the same thing. Um, when you talk to God about um, achieving your smaller goals, it kind of nudges you closer and closer of getting that visual visualization of where God wants you. And it leads to the bigger picture. 
Have there ever been times where you made some wellness goals or plans that you did not include God in? Oh, yes. And I'm, what was I'm, that experience like for you? Yes, uh, I'm I'm human. Everybody's human. Everyone's like, no one's perfect. So yes, um, man, for an example, like my career, like, again, I, I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. Like I even put it out there. I'm going to be a nurse practitioner by 30. I'm turning 30 this year. So like, that's something I put out there. I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. This is it. And I didn't really seek him on that. You know, I just, it's because of my environment, something I grew up around. I'm thinking, okay, this is because this is what I'm seeing. Then this is definitely for me. Like, this is me. This is it. And because I didn't seek him, because I didn't ask him, and even when he was letting me know that this wasn't for me, because even when he told me I was ignoring him, I'm like, no, that's just my thoughts. That's just my negative thoughts coming into my mind and I rebuke you that's not it you know this is for me I'm going to be a nurse like you know that's my way of helping people that's my way uh that's my purpose that's me giving back and when I didn't listen to him it was that rude awakening feeling like a failure (laughs) that's what you get like you get like it's like he sat me down. He sat me down. And when he sat me down, it wasn't, I'm not saying he sat me down like he sat in a chair. It was a big sit down like a boom. Like I kind of fell on my face. I got really sick. And I was like, okay, this is what you've been telling me. Like, this is what you've been telling me. Like, this is why I cannot pursue this type of career. You know, this is why but you have something bigger for me. And still, even that, it still hurt. It still was like, no, God, no. Like, I don't want to believe it. Like, but he, he reminded me, I have something bigger for you. Like, I have, I have plans for you, but you have to trust me. And I didn't want to trust him. But then when I finally trust, trusted God, it took off so much weight off of my shoulders. Like, I feel like a lot of us are living with so much weight because we don't want to let go of the ideas that we created in our minds of what we're supposed to, what we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, um, how it's supposed to be. But God's like, girl, I got that. You're you're overstepping your, you're overstepping your role. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like for me, um, that was big because walking around with that, that constant anxiety, that disappointment, we don't have to do that. We don't, we don't have to. Um, but just having and knowing that God, you know, has us, it will carry that burden. Oh my gosh. I, mean, it's like, I hope I answered your question. No, you definitely <laughs> did. And then just going off of what you said earlier and how you had lupus and how, if you would have continued pursuing nursing, being out there on the front lines just would not have been good for you mentally, health-wise. So knowing that he has a better plan for our wellness than we might know in the moment, but trusting him and um, making goals that aligns with our with his plans for us and consulting him when we are making wellness goals, even if it's like a career thing, like you situation that you had going on. 
that can still, like you said, impact our wellness. So that is another area that we need to consider when we are making God goals for each year. Um, what else did you learn from that experience? Like what's one takeaway um, that you would share with people from that experience? Um, I have a few. <laughs> um, trust, the biggest thing is trust, just trust the Lord and be careful trusting yourself because we live in, we live, in, we live on earth. It's very um, worldly. It's very worldly. Um, so sometimes what we want isn't really what's best for us. Um, so that's something I learned. And I'm still learning. It's not something I've learned. I'm still learning as um, just you know a person in Christ and being spiritual and walking with my journey. Um, also the thoughts you know it's your thoughts are very you know important um like I said um we have to be mindful of our thoughts and go back to just asking God like hey my whole thing is um when you are doing your wellness um and health goals whether it's just your mental or whether it's your physical losing weight um, eating right, or just trying to get closer to God and build that spiritual connection or the finances of your career, seek God, um, ask, because when you ask, he will answer you. Um, sorry, I'm just listing a few things um, that will help you. No, you're fine because um, you're going right into the next <laughs> question that I was going to ask. Yay, cool. So just definitely like ask. And you might hear, you, you know, Everybody hears God differently, but definitely keep your eyes and your ears open. I cannot tell you how sometimes I have conversations with people and it's like they're talking to me through God. And that's important. Also, when you read your Bible, the scripture, he talks through us or to us through scripture and through his living word. Um, be diligent just about your plans. Like, what like what are you really trying to accomplish here like is this going to benefit me you know because it's not about us you know what I'm saying or is it going to benefit um others um transform your mind um definitely get your mind ready because I feel like anytime we set our goals and we're asking for something of God are we ready but are we mentally ready so we should always be mentally prepared um always think positive thoughts and be careful what you say. I'm always big on power of the tongue. So not only be mindful of what you think, but also be mindful of how you speak on your life and how you allow others to speak on your life. Um, when you're achieving your goals, you can't be like, oh, I can't do this. Like, tell yourself you can do it. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be hard. You know, you're going to have setbacks. Um, that's just given. I mean, we have setbacks in life, right? So prepare for those setbacks, but don't let that discourage you. Keep on going and keep on moving forward. Um, and also put that work in. What's uh, Faith without work is dead. Don't know the exact um, um, scripture, like the actual, but faith without work is dead. You've got to put in the work. 
Um, so those are just some of the things that I really recommend for just anybody um, trying to make God goals and how to include God in your plan. Mm-hmm. Well, you were talking four words that I thought about were think, say, and act. I was going to say, I was going to say do and act, but they're kind of like the same, but definitely keeping in mind how we think on our wellness journey is so important. If you are somebody, and I actually heard this somewhere recently, but if you're like, in your mind, you're like, I don't want to go to the gym today. People are looking at me crazy because I don't know how to use the machine or people are looking at me working out because I'm not doing it correctly or my form is off. Those thoughts are going to impact how you actually perform in the gym. Or if you're somebody who's like, eating healthy is boring and that's stuff that you think in your mind and stuff that you say out loud, then your behaviors are going to reflect those things that you think and that you um, say. So that's very important. So I've been also trying to just be mindful of my thoughts and what I put out into the universe through my mouth because they are going to affect me either in a positive way I can use my words to encourage myself and others around me or they want to affect me in a negative way and then as far as doing or as far as acting we definitely have to put the work in it's not going to be something that we write down these god goals for our wellness and it's going to just happen overnight it's going to be things that we have to be consistent about all the time so that we can actually achieve them so we do have to put in effort um yes we have to have the faith but there has to be like you said movement behind the faith that we have so yeah. now that we did you have something to add? <laughs> wait what are you gonna say first <laughs> i was gonna go to the next question you got something no what is the next question it might be for the next question no i was just gonna say um so now that we are few days into the new year Mm -hmm. um, some of our listeners may not have created goals for the new year they may have not have created their god goals or feel like they have something that they want to accomplish what advice do you have for them um take your time don't rush I know you you know we get into the new year and everybody's like new me new year and then you see everyone just like throwing out their goals you get you feel pressured you feel overwhelmed but don't, you know, um, the thing is, we're not designed to move like other people, <laughs> right? So take your time, um, use the time to still, you can still reflect, you can still reflect on what happened last year um, and take that time to say, okay, what do I still want? What do I need for this new year? What is that change that needs to happen? Um, I say needs because wants, eh, but needs, yes, especially when you're talking about health and wellness, especially when it comes down to dieting, exercising. And this will come down to kind of like uh, prioritizing your goals, like what is important. Um, And again, there's no brush. Um, We are still in January. We have the whole year. Um, And then once you get that information down, then that's kind of when you start to kind of make your map, your plan. Like, okay, if I want to eat, for example, I know I need to eat healthy. Okay. So that's a need. Like, 
I know, you know, I have a family history of high blood pressure. I went to the doctor last year and they said, okay, my blood pressure is a little bit elevated. Um, I need to start eating healthier. Okay. So what are some of the factors that is preventing you from not eating healthy? I know we talked earlier and you mentioned about just going out. Um, maybe you're eating fast food um, or fried food. Start there, like cutting things out, um, stuff like that out. Um, and do like baby steps. And once you've accomplished the little things, then take it another step forward. But don't take a leap and just dive into it because then that's kind of if things like if you revert back to old habits you get discouraged and then once you get discouraged you're totally like okay I'm off this because typically people they get burned out probably by like the second quarter honestly new me new goals and then by the second quarter uh, I'm off this why because they didn't effectively plan their goals they didn't effectively sit back and kind of analyze and again we've been going through so much one of my biggest things is giving yourself grace like we are still in a pandemic like there's a lot to process um so give yourself that grace and look back and be like okay I've come this far I'm still living some of us still haven't you know um experienced COVID that's a blessing in itself you know I still have a job I still have I still have food on the table like take time to really practice a few things like gratitude, give yourself grace, you know, and then kind of dive into it, you know, but slowly. Um, but that's what, that's the kind of advice I would give. Don't worry about the next person because if you worried about the next person, then you already off on the wrong foot, to be honest. Worry about you and what you need to accomplish. Um, definitely include God, and definitely have that supportive system around you, especially when you're making your goals. I cannot, if I want to eat healthy, there's no way I'm going to, you know, my girlfriends, they, they want to go out <laughs> every, every week to happy hour or brunch. You know, we love brunch. Brunch. <laughs> brunch on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely um, share your goals with those, those that are supportive because not everybody's going to be supportive. Um, and even if those those around you aren't supportive, don't derail. Because again, what, when God tells you something, like when God tells you to move, right? He's telling you and the other people around you might not see that picture. And that's fine. That's why it's your vision, not it's the vision that God gave you, right? So he might say, okay, I need you to eat because I need you to live long. And some people like I got family members, for example, therapy. I'm going to give a perfect example of therapy. You know it's your year that you want to get your, men your mentality right, your emotional um, right, being emotionally fit, mentally fit. Got some things that you want to iron out, so you get into therapy, but you share with your family. And they're like, therapy? Why you want to go to therapy? You don't need therapy. You got God. Hey, it happens. No, that's really this. It can coexist. It could both coexist, but you're going to have people to make you feel like, oh, am I even on the right track? Should I do this? Mm -hmm. It's not for everybody. It's not. And you're going to have that happen. So, yes, that's why it's important to just, again, stick to those around you that, you know, that's going to be positive to support you. And if those that don't support you, it's okay. 
It's going to happen. Those are going to be the trials that you're going to face in your journey of your goals. Um, so during those moments, because I like how you said quarter one, we coming out hot. Quarter two is giving. I'm losing E. So during those moments where we begin to lose focus of those wellness goggles or get discouraged, what are some ways that we can return our focus back to God and regain that momentum needed to follow through with accomplishing those wellness goals? I would say unplug. When you feel burnt out, that is a signal that your body is letting you know that you need to kind of unplug and reassess. It's like reset. So during that reset process, that's when you go back and you seek God again and you ask God and you take that time to just pause in that moment and you need to relax because again, you were probably like frustrated, upset. You feel like overwhelmed. It happens, but pause, relax and reset yourself. And even that, in that moment where you're pausing, that's why you have your plan. And that's why it's important because as you go through your plan, you can figure out what's not working and what is working and then try new things for that next quarter. And that's all it's about when you're making a plan about something, not everything your plan is going to work. No, <laughs> but your plan is kind of giving you the blueprint. And in the blueprint, you're going to make changes and that's fine. But again, it's really important to just take a step back and just look at, look at it from a different point of view and um, use that time to also um, re-energize through your word and through God, because he's definitely going to do that for you. Um, and when I say unplug, I mean unplug from social media sometimes helps yeah just take rest like relax yourself you know take a, a day of self-care you know self-care is really important and self-care is just a great way to kind of like sit back and give yourself um that reset that you need um journal journaling writing down um, some points, writing down how you feel, writing down some of your questions that you may have that you want to ask God, um, writing down also even scriptures that can help you through your journey. But those are some definitely some things that you can definitely do, especially when you get out to that burnout period, because it's going, it's going to happen. Um, but as you get better with, you know, your expectations and being more realistic with yourself, you kind of can lower that burnout period happening yeah and I think sometimes we underestimate the power of resting and reflection and also using the scripture as resources so I guess you could say the three r's because when we have goals we are like I gotta I gotta keep going I need to be doing something 24 hours of the day I can rest later. I can rest when I'm rich. I can rest whenever. But it's like, no, if you do not take time to rest throughout your wellness journey, your body is going to suffer. Like you don't want to be going so hard and not getting rested. You have health challenges when you're trying to improve your health. So rest is definitely 
um, important. And then that reflection, like taking a look at ourselves, looking at the things that we have been able to overcome and achieve, and then also thinking about ways that we may need to adjust. Sometimes people will see things aren't working, they get discouraged and they stay in that place. But we have to be willing, like you said, to adjust and try new things to continue throughout this journey. And then the last are using the scripture as resources. I feel like I'm always seeing verses now that I can relate to my wellness. And that just goes to show that the Bible has so much that sometimes we miss or that we overlook that we can use the scripture as ways to motivate us. Like I know me, I love a good quote. So the scripture is really just a big book of quotes also. And I am now trying to refer back to scriptures now as my motivation to keep going. So those things are important. Rest, using the scripture as resources and that reflection. Yes. Especially also, like you said, it's a book of quotes, but mm-hmm. it's also with people that have gone through what we've oh, yes. gone through. Yes. So it's like they've are they're giving you the it's a playbook, you know, and the plug. <laughs> it's the plug. It might not be exactly the same like thing. Some of some of them you might be going through the same. Some of them might be kind of close, <laughs> but the basis is there. So yes. it, it it is a playbook. It is there to guide you. And I get it. I I understand. It is hard. But that comes with discipline, right? Mm-hmm. So even when you're doing your um, goals, discipline, discipline is important, being disciplined. So even practicing that discipline with your spirituality and with God definitely is going to help prepare you for achieving your goals because you're going to you're going to need that discipline in achieving your goals. Because like I said, you're going to have burnout. You're going to have trial and error. Um, you're going to have... Um, times of just you know lack of just effort like you're just gonna have a whole bunch of trials and trials coming your way but um yeah and then one (laughs) small thing that you can start doing if you're like I'm not about to jump in the bible I know for me I have to use devotionals to kind of guide me through but you can have that one go-to scripture that you repeat in your mind when you're like look, I want to get hip hop, (laughs) fish and chicken, but this scripture comes to your mind and you're like, okay, no, I'm going to make a better decision that's going to um, positively affect my wellness. Or you're like, I can't do any more of these pushups. That scripture pops in your mind, that one scripture that you have memorized and in your heart, you can use that as motivation to keep you going. It doesn't, you don't have to start off extreme. It goes back to, like you said, Emily, starting off with those small achievable steps and then leading up to those bigger steps. If I'm not, must, if I'm pretty sure there is a scripture probably for every dimension for wellness, there's mm-hmm. a scripture for your mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, for that, just an example. Uh, well, okay, we're going to pass that. But there's one for just your emotional state, your environmental, your finances, because God doesn't want us to be broke. <laughs> There's scripture on that too. Your intellectual, definitely your physical. He wants you to be physical fit. Okay. He wants you to be emotionally fit. Um, he wants you to be social too, which is really important. He wants you to fellowship with other people. So there's scriptures in the Bible for those as well. 
you just have to go and seek. And if you don't know, um, it, I always recommend Bible studies are good. Like if you just have questions and you just want to have a discussion, get yourself in a Bible study, especially with your friends. Friends, that knocks off your social right there for wellness. Um, getting into a Bible study with your friends, it knocks off spiritual and social and just talk about the Bible and your questions that you guys might have. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your wellness goals that you have for 2022 before we close? So my wellness goals is asking for also for help um, and not overdoing it. Um, you guys would be like, that's a wellness It's a wellness goal. Because um, when you ask for help, I feel like I need to do everything on my own. I have to do it all, especially being just a new mom, a wife, uh, managing, you know, my business. I also work full time. You want to do it all. But just being able to ask for help, taking that time to rest. Rest is so important. You cannot serve others and you cannot help yourself if you are not well rested. Being well rested is like a key to kind of like health. So if like you're burnt out, it kind of opens up to other illnesses. You'd be surprised. Um, just that being being actively fit more is something that I really honestly want to do. Um, you know, I get, well, you're so slim. Why do you want to work out, girl? You fine. No, don't if no, it's still good for you to be out and active. Um, if you're not just being out and about outside, I definitely want to be more accustomed with just outside with nature um, and just going for a walk, um, doing yoga. I started out doing yoga, um, but then I kind of got derailed off of that. But it's really important to get back into yoga for me. Um, and um, also uh, journaling for me is really something that I really want to keep on doing in this new year. Because I have a way of feeling like I sometimes haven't accomplished and I've accomplished a lot. So when you journal, it gives you, it allows you to kind of look back at how far you've come. Um, and it also clears your mind. Sometimes for me, my mind is all jumbled with just a whole bunch of thoughts. And that kind of allows me to, you know, kind of start getting anxiety and getting a little bit sad. So, but when I use journaling as a method, it kind of is a way to kind of like unfog my brain and just put it all on paper and leave it there. And it allows me to also go back and kind of pray and talk to God about those things that I'm actually going through and I'm actually facing. So those are a few of my goals. And based on those goals, like if you could use any song to be a theme for 2022, it can be any genre. What song would you choose and why? So I would say Tiana Taylor made it. Um, that is like my song I've been playing in the car and blasting because I've made it. I think we've all made it. I mean, especially in this pandemic. And again, it kind of goes back to we look back and we be like, oh my gosh, I think I should be here. Like society says you should be here or you should be married or you should have a child by this age, and you should be making six figures, you should be uh, in the stock market, pretty much Saudi in the way everybody says it, I should be a millionaire by now, right? So like, that's just so overwhelming. It's so much stress. But 
I made it. Like, here I am. I'm alive. Like, a lot of people I know, there's a few people that I know that have passed away from lupus. You know, there's people who don't have a job right now with just the way things are going. I have a job. I have a roof over my head. Um, I have a loving husband. I have an adorable son. Um, my health is not the greatest, but I do have health. And I'm also actively, you know, you know, pursuing my wellness, you know? And I'm also helping other women who look like me, millennial women of color, also achieve their wellness. So that's my song. Like I made it, like I made it and I still have ways to go, but like I'm doing it. And I think we all are doing it. So that's my song of choice. I love that. And I am a Tiana Taylor fan. I did not go to her reunion tour, unfortunately. But I love Tiana Taylor and I love that you chose that song. So just emphasize that, yes, we have a ways to go, but we have made it so far. So that was actually my last question. Um, Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for coming on here and sharing this platform with me. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. I definitely want to say if anybody in the D.C., um, Maryland, Virginia area, well, actually women of color, millennial, but we still have resources for actually anyone, but we do cater to millennial women of color, but if you need resources if regarding to your health, uh, we do have resources on our website, theshadesofwellness.com. Um, if you need resources, finding a clinic, how to sign up for health insurance, especially free health insurance, um, if you're even looking for a physician, there is a physician or provider directory on our page. Um, definitely check out the website and get what you need. If you see something that's not there and you need assistance, it doesn't matter if you are um, a male, a female, um, if you're white, black, Spanish, if you just need someone to help you, um, definitely reach out to me and I'm of your service. So I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. And I was going to let you share. Um your no you're fine I was gonna let you share but can you share your website again and then any of social media pages that you have yes so you guys can uh find my website at the shades of um the instagram is handled the same thing the shades of wellness um our facebook is www.facebook.com slash the shades of wellness if you want to go on Twitter to find us, we don't talk that much on Twitter, but we're working on it. It is uh, the shades of well, uh, leaving off Ness. So just the shades of well. Um, so yeah, y'all can check us out. We also um, are putting together a string line of events coming up this year that you definitely don't want to miss. And we have a few also uh, health education classes with some amazing providers touching on um, some various uh, health topics as well. Thank you. And thank you again, Emily, for this conversation. It was a great conversation. I think it is exactly what we all need to kick off this new year that has so much hope and so much expectation. Um, before we close out this episode, I am going to share Mike's motivations. Um, so at the end of each episode, I share like an inspirational quote, resource, or something either that I created or that I received from listening to another podcast or something so this episode's quote is from the woman evolve podcast by sarah jakes roberts and that is like one of my favorite podcasts 
And it's from their episode that they shared on, I believe, January 5th. And their special guest was Dr. Marissa Layton. And she is a global corporate consultant and business coach. And the quote that she used was, Faith It to the Finish, which is also the name of the episode if you're trying to look it up. And then I would even take that quote further and like do a spinoff and say, Faith It Until You Make It. Because when I think about um, every area of life, including wellness, I feel like both quotes are very relevant. I always talk about how becoming our best selves in all areas of our wellness is not easy. And sometimes it really can be challenging and seem impossible. But my advice today regarding Dr. Lee's message about facing it to the finish and facing it until you make it um, is when you feel like you don't have the strength or the energy or resources, support, power, expertise to keep going in your wellness, faith it to the finish. Um, when it's March and you are like running low on energy and the drive that you had at the beginning of the year um, to accomplish your goals is running out, faith it to the finish. Don't let a few challenges um, be the reason that you give up on your wellness goals, those God goals that God has given you. Focus all of your attention on him, put all of your faith in him, and then keep going. In the end, you are going to see that things will work out for you. And through those challenging moments, you will see yourself growing in areas of wellness and other areas of your life. So faith it to the finish and faith it until you make it. As we close, remember your wellness journey is exactly that, a journey. There is no final destination because every day you must intentionally make choices that will allow you to be physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially well. You only get one body, one mind, and one soul. So give yourself the love, respect, and grace that you deserve. Most importantly, enjoy the process and always, always stay well and stay activated. separate whoever's going to try to go for something is that you ain't going to quit.